Hey. How are you really doing today? Because I'm really excited and jittery and promise this is only for the pure excitement of this podcast. Because <laughs> I, I only had one cup of coffee today, so no excuses there. But thank you for being here, for listening. And I really hope you stick for the ride because I'm really proud of whatever I'm saying and whatever I've put into this. Before we get to any of this, I want to give you a little bit of background of what you're getting yourself into. So it all started with my love for diaries and Damon's diary that I keep since I was um, 11, 12 years old. And it goes a bit further back, actually. Uh, I think I was nine years old-ish when there was this TV show on back in Iran about a family who had three children. And the whole story is not as important as what I'm about to say. I think the manner of each episode was really important to me because they would end every episode with a kid telling their version of the events and they would just pour their emotions and sentiments about those said events and they would be done with it afterwards and it was so cool to me as a child to see the power of words and the power that a pen and paper could give a person And the power that you have while you're narrating your version of a story. Because you get to choose what you want to put in. But also you get to elaborate further on your emotions, your feelings, and your side. And what you were feeling at that moment. And yeah... And to be frank, another thing that really pushed me towards doing this whole podcast with this idea is my immense love for letters and especially how they are addressed to someone, how there are secret and key words and moments in between the lines that are only understandable to the sender and the receiver. And it's a cool, calm thing to to own And I really wanted to have that, to to have the power to control the way my emotions are portrayed and told. And and sometimes the stories are very bravely told when the audience isn't there. And I wanted to give you that honest, brave side of story that I personally always looked for in narratives. So yeah, that's the gist of it. That is why I'm here. That is why you're listening to this. And I really hope that you enjoy this and take something away from it. But just before we get there, I think it's only fair to tell you a little bit more about myself. And I'm going to do it through 
reading a piece I wrote for my creative writing class in second year of undergrad, so about two years ago, and I think it does a good job at elaborating certain aspects of my life that led me to be here. And trust me, you will enjoy it way better than anything else I have said so far. So here it goes. I don't really remember when I first found myself interested in literature and theater and drama. It's like I always knew, like it's always been a part of me. When I was younger, maybe about three or four, I first fell in love with theater. <laughs> My mom would videotape me, and I would act as just about everything—a painter, a teacher, even a cook. It was always so fun to leave the actual work behind, even for a mere few moments, and imagine another version of my life, another version of myself. As you can probably tell, childhood was a little bit complex situation, but we'll get there another time. When I started elementary school, like anyone else, I wanted to find good friends. I was quite good at it at the time. Always a leader, I craved the thrill of being in charge and took any chance to be the boss. I think it was the summer after second grade that I joined a choir group at some sort of camp near my house. I remember that was the first time I tried to write a piece, and the teacher told me that I really, really suck at it. That was the first time someone said anything at all about my writing, and well. It wasn't the last time, but it was enough to make me give up on writing for a while, thinking I would never be good enough. And I seemed to do so much better in choir, so I just focused on that for a while. When I started fourth grade, I wanted to do more than choir, so I joined the basketball team. And from there, I thought, oh, classical music and piano—that's what it is for me. <laughs> I thought I found my true self, but how foolish I was! That was so far away from who I really am. By the end of that year, I left both choir and basketball, and from fifth grade on, I immersed myself in the school and forced myself to focus on getting good grades. In August of the summer before sixth grade, my grandpa passed away, my mom's father. With my mom lost in grief and. No one else to lean on. I felt lonely. For the first time ever, I thought that I was completely alone, and I thought I would never get my mom back. Meanwhile, at school, I started hanging out with kids who were nothing but bad influences on me. My grades began to slip as I started caring less and less about school, and things just got bad. The same group of people I thought were my friends called me stupid, among other things, and well. I let them. Second year of middle school, the seventh grade, was a blast. Good friends, good company, and amazing memories. But <laughs> from what you will know to be my life, I never stayed somewhere long enough to call it home. We moved right after that year, and by the time I started eighth grade, everything was new: our house, my school, and maybe even me. So that's it for now. I. Guess or as much as I'm allowing myself to share on this night, 
because there's much more <laughs> layers to me, I guess. And well, um, no, I don't guess. I know, and it would be mean to say I guess because I am very well aware that every person comes with decent levels and layers that they do not let everyone to see and. Possibly a very very strong possibility that you will know so much of me by the end of、um, these series of podcasts that I have written. But for now, <laughs> thank you once again for being here and taking the time to listening. And this still counts as an intro and. It will be an episode <laughs> with this.